This is Play Action Cast. What's it about? Sports stuff, I guess. With Jeff Malinoff. Jeff Malinoff. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hello one and hello all. Welcome back to the Play Action Cast. My name is Jeff Malinoff and today, well, it's make or break time. And what I mean by that is, in the NFL, we are getting closer and closer to Week 17. We're getting closer and closer to finding out who is going to be in the NFL playoffs. And we expected some teams to be ahead, but right now, there's a lot of teams we expected to be at the top are now fighting for their playoff lives. So, yes, it is make or break time for a lot of key teams, and we could see some surprises this year, which is very refreshing, of course. So let's just dive right into it. Let's just take a look at the most interesting part of the playoff picture at the moment, and that is the AFC wild card situation. Now, two AFC North teams have the top two wild card spots. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers at a surprising 6-3 and three this year. A lot of people thought they were going to have a dip this year. This is going to be the first losing season in Mike Tomlin's head coaching career. Well... Mike Tomlin has some magic, or he made a deal with a deity or something, because the Pittsburgh Steelers are still 6-3 and three and still competing for a division title. So, they start off the season week one against the Niners and just got blown out. It was 30-7. to seven. It wasn't even close. And... Then they just rattle off some wins. They're currently on a two-game win streak. They're competing with some top teams, and they're just winning. That's all you could ask for. I mean, Kenny Pickett, the quarterback, is not having a great season, but they're doing decent. The defense is holding up, as they always do. That's the Steeler way, if you will. They always have a, a decent defense that can hold, keep them in games and keep them in, with Ws, and that's what's going on right now. I mean, they are 2-0 in the division, and that is huge when it comes to when it gets to closer and closer to the playoffs, and if they can win a division, if they can keep in track with Baltimore and they have a better division record, then there's a possibility that they can steal the AFC North. That's still a possibility. I mean, uh, Baltimore did win on Thursday night. Um, they did lose Mark Andrews, the tight end, which is a huge loss for them, of course. But if they keep playing like they have been, even without Andrews, even though that's a huge loss, they can still manage to win the division so right now they have a two-game lead. If Pittsburgh wins this week against the Browns, then they'll be even closer. However, the Browns are the next seed in the wild card spot, so they're right next to Pittsburgh in that in that wild card spot. The Browns are also six and three. I believe the only reason they are a, a slot lower is because their division record is worse. They're two and two in the division. And we just got word that Deshaun Watson is going to be out for the season with a season-ending shoulder injury. So the rookie at a UCLA, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, will be taking over the starting job as of right now. Now, that could easily be switched to P.J. Walker in the future, but it has been announced that Thompson-Robinson is confirmed as the starter for this week against, against the Steelers, so we'll see how he does. So this is going to be a very interesting game. This is definitely going to be a playoff scenario game. I don't think a lot of people thought that going into the season, that this late in the game, a Steelers-Browns game, would have implications with the AFC North and the wild card, just entire playoff in general. So we'll see how that transpires. 
but the Browns defense has been carrying them in a couple of games. The offense has been lacking, I think, Deshaun Watson, even when he was playing. I mean, he was riddled with injuries this whole year, but even if he when he was playing, they weren't world beaters on the offensive side of the ball. The defense has been carrying them. They are the top, one of the top three te- teams in defense, in total defense. So the offense just needs to step up and play how the defense is playing. This team can easily have a shot at making a higher wildcard spot or even maybe stealing the division. There's still a ton of, there's still six weeks left in the game, six, six weeks left of the season. We'll see how that transpires. So that Steelers-Browns game is going to be very important today. So keep an eye on that as we get closer. And the last spot in the AFC wildcard spot is the Houston Texans, a team that was projected by many experts, quote unquote, to be a two, maybe a three win team. I think two wins was the um, USA Today, I believe, had a two win uh, guess for them. No one expected them to have more than three, four wins. This was going to be a rebuild year with a rookie coach in D'Amico Ryans, a rookie quarterback. And they just did not expect them to be as good as they have been. C.J. Stroud is running away with the uh, Rookie of the Year. And he should be in the MVP candidate as well. He's been playing phenomenal football. And, of course, the wide receivers have been playing great as well. Noah Brown coming out of nowhere with multiple 150-plus yard games. Tank Dell, the rookie, has been playing great on the wide receiver side of the ball. Devin Singletary, a guy that was with the Bills for a couple of years and starting his first year with the Houston Texans, had his career game, 30 carries, 152 yards. So the offense is playing phenomenal. The defense is, I would say, just untrustworthy, if you will. I mean, they're playing some... St- Good ball, but there have been times where they've let off a lot of points and let off a lot of yards. But the offense has been carrying this team. Um, phenom- it's almost the opposite of the Browns, but not as bad on the defense side of the ball as the offense is for the Browns. So I will say that the Houston Texans have a very real shot of making the postseason. They're five and four right now. They're on a two-game winning streak, and. Even if they don't make the playoffs, regardless of what happens, I think D'Amico Ryans right now is the candidate for coach of the year. His first season as a head coach in the NFL, and he's led a team who everyone thought was going to be god-awful, who were god-awful the year before. I mean, they had the second overall pick, so that shows you that. Um, Is now fighting for a playoff spot. So D'Amico Ryans... Nothing but praise for that guy. He was a great defensive coordinator for the 49ers last year, last couple of years. And him going back to his former team that he played for, he was the captain on the defensive side for the Houston Texans when he played. J.J. Watt had nothing but praise for him as a leader. He has knocked it out of the park, and you could see him as a potential coach for years to come for the Houston Texans. I wish nothing but the best for him. There's always there's nothing but positive things to say about D'Amico Ryan. So, Congratulations to him. I think he is a front-runner right now for Coach of the Year. It's hard to um, to dissuade that. And now you look at the teams that are fighting for those last spots in the wild-card game. Would you expect the Bengals and the Bills to be 5-5 five and five on two-game losing streaks this deep into the season? Absolutely not. Of course, the Bengals just lost Joe Burrow in that same game against Baltimore to a wrist injury. He has torn ligaments in his wrist. It's going to require surgery. And 
he is out for the year. He is done. Uh, he said he felt a pop, which is never a good sign. So we'll see. It's it's very unlikely that the Browns or the excuse me the Bengals will be in a playoff team going later on in the year. Jake Browning is going to be the starting quarterback. He still has like Jamar Chase and some good offensive guys around him, but without a top quarterback, they're almost dead in the water. I we could be surprised and see them make a resurgence, maybe bounce back a little bit, but it's going to take a miracle for them to compete in a wild card spot. I don't think they have a sh- they don't have a prayer in making it winning the division. So it's going to be wild card or bust. But right now, at five and five, no Joe Burrow. It's it's not looking good. But then the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills have not really had injury issues with their top players. Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen have both been pretty healthy. But they keep losing. They lose again and again and again. And they've lost some very winnable games. And I don't know what to make of it. They're just, I think it seems like there's a chemistry problem almost. Because Stephon Diggs' brother, he was on Twitter going like, get 14 out of there. So it's not really looking good on that department. So we'll see how everything transpires. But this might be Stephon Diggs' last game, at, or last season, excuse me, as a Buffalo Bill. It, it just seems like it's going that way. There just seems to be some tension there. So we'll see if the Bills can step it up. We'll see, because, I mean, Josh Allen's not playing. He, he's, he's getting a lot of yards and touchdowns. And fan, like fantasy football-wise, he's number one overall. But that, that doesn't really accumulate to wins because... If it was, then they'd be undefeated right now. But right now, five and five, two game losing streak, one and two in division play, doesn't exactly seem like a playoff team, even though they absolutely should be. I mean, they were projected to be number one seed in the AFC going into this year. And now, overall, they're 11th in the AFC, and they got a long way to go before making it into the top three wildcard spots. I just don't see I mean maybe they can fight for a while or fight for a division title but right now the Dolphins are 6 and 3 compared to their 5 and 5 it it just seems like a long shot overall so we'll see how everything goes but it just it looks like the Dolphins are continuing to run away with the division as both the Bills and Jets have been struggling and don't even get me started on the Patriots so, but the other five and f- the other two five and five teams that are fighting for a spot who have on a two game winning streak, both are the Indianapolis Colts and the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, the Las Vegas Raiders here is a story. We talked about them last week. Antonio Pierce, the interim head coach, and he was the linebackers coach, took over the head coaching rings and is now two and oh as a head coach, and he has He's gotten the team to buy into what he's selling. There is a definitely a cultural change in that locker room. Guys are buying into what he's putting down, and the vibes are just different. They're too, this is a confident team, not a down-in-the-dumps down team. And obviously the difference between Josh McDaniel's coaching style and Pierce's coaching style are very different, obviously, because people are buying into what he's selling, and McDaniel's, McDaniel's had a terrible has a terrible culture of around him. 
I mean, you look at back in Denver when he was a head coach to Denver. Reports went out that he just he just couldn't get anyone to buy into what he was doing, and he was aggressive. He was kind of mean, and it wasn't like a strict mean like you see other coaches handle. He was just not good at getting his point across and not good at getting the players to rally behind him. He did not have that leadership quality, and he continued. And then 10 years later, gets another job with the Raiders, and the same thing happens. He can't, he does not have that leadership quality to be a head coach. He does not have that Belichick in him to be a leader and to really be a head coach. He can be a coordinator. He can be a very fine offensive coordinator. But when it comes to actually leading an entire football team, he can't do that. I mean, it's already proven. Two different teams, two different franchises, and... He just couldn't get it done. So I don't think he should be hired as a head coach ever again, personally. I think he just doesn't have what it takes to be a head coach and be a successful head coach in this league. So we might see him back as an offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Who knows? Maybe he'll just take the money he's gotten from Raiders and retire. When Who knows what will happen with Josh McDaniels? It's going to be a mystery. Maybe he goes to college and coaches in college. Who knows where he'll end up? But as of right now, the Raiders just have a different vibe going. They're, they're just a confident bunch now. Obviously, the change to, uh, to Antonio Pierce has been a very big one. It's only been two games, but, you know, two-game winning streak, changing quarterbacks, the vibe changes, the confidence changes. Sometimes you just need that little shake at the top to really get everyone to move in. And right now, they are fighting for a playoff spot. And if they pull what they did a couple years ago when their last interim head coach took them to the playoffs and they don't hire the interim head coach, if Antonio Pierce gets in, like I said again last week, I said the same thing. If he does not, if he gets in the playoffs and doesn't get the head coaching job, Mark Davis should sell the team because he obviously doesn't know what he's doing. Regard, even if they're one game behind a playoff spot, hire the guy. He inherited a team that was going nowhere and and in an, a culture that was awful. So what? how he just did a complete 180 with it in just two games shows that he could lead a team. So he should get a head coaching job, even if he, he, he just should. He should be the head coach of the Raiders going forward. And if Mark Davis looks elsewhere, and if they go on a losing streak and not win another game this year, then fine, find someone else. But if they continuously fight and be right behind a playoff spot, even be in the wildcard playoffs, he should be the head coach of the Raiders in the future. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. It's just ridiculous that we can't trust Mark Davis to look at that and go, okay, he definitely deserves a head coaching job because he's this has happened before already. So fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, sell the team. The other 5-5 five five team fighting for the last spot, the last spots in the wildcard playoffs are the Indianapolis Colts. Now that's been an interesting one. Their rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson, out for the season with an injury. And Gardner Minshew has taken over, has not played great, as many fantasy football aficionados know. He, when it comes to his points in fantasy, they've been pretty awful. Might have had to drop him off my backup list because I couldn't. I saw him get 40 points one game when he had multiple rushing touchdowns, and then after that, he's done nothing since. So right now, he's managing the game solid. The team's winning. The, uh, Jonathan Taylor's back playing well. The defense has stepped up. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, I just don't know. It's the Colts, after all. They've done this stuff before. 
They are on a bye week right now, so they have the luck of having a late bye week to get really healthy for a final push. And they might need some little help while they're watching from home during this bye week. They need the Tex. They might need the Texans. And, well, they're going to have at least one loss when it comes to either the Browns or the Steelers. So that definitely does help them there. But maybe they need the Texans to lose as well. But they are playing the Arizona Cardinals. So that's a long shot. So we'll see how that all goes down. But right now, I think. Both, are, I think, if I had to pick between any of the five and five teams to f- to take over a spot in the wild card playoffs in the AFC, I mean, I'll obviously go with the Bills. You know, they're not playing great. It's still the Buffalo Bills. They still have a winning situation going on there with their quarterback and Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. They have a good. Um, they seem to work on their running game a little bit. Defense needs to step up. But do I pick them over the Raiders, Colts? Yes. Do I pick them on the Bengals? Absolutely. I think the only team that's 5-5 five and five that's fighting for a wild card spot that's not going to get in is definitely the Bengals. But between the Bills, Raiders, and Colts, you just got to go with the devil you know. Then the devils you kind of don't know because the Colts and Raiders are big question marks right now just because of how their cultures are changing, like new quarterbacks, all that good jazz. So I, I would pick the Bills. But again, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders or Colts jump into that final, one of those final water, wild card spots for sure. And then, so we're going to transition over the NFC wildcard spot. It's it's a little different because the three wildcard spots are the Seahawks, Cowboys, and Vikings. All three teams have six wins. Vikings are on a current five-game winning streak with Josh Dobbs, who deserves all the credit in the world. Cowboys just dismantle the Giants again. Must be nice to play against the Giants two, two games a year. And the Seahawks just narrowly beat the Washington Commanders, which, again, is not an easy feat because Sam Howell has been playing phenomenal. He's under the radar when it comes to that, but he has been playing a great season, and he definitely deserves that um, starting quarterback position for Washington. But we're going to look at the other. The teams outside of the wildcard spot all have losing records. The top, the eighth seed, basically right behind the wildcard spots, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are 4-5. and five. And then it's the Commanders, four and six, Falcons, four and six, Packers, three and six, Rams, three and six, Bears, three and seven, so on and so forth. Basically, the Vikings, Cowboys, and Seahawks both need to, to wet the bed in order to lose their wild card spots because right now it looks to me like the teams currently playing, at least in the wild card spots, are the teams that are going to be in the wild card spots. Like, I think between the Seahawks and Niners, they're tied right now with the record 6-3, and three, but the Niners have a better division record, so that's why they're ahead in the NFC West. So either the Niners or the Seahawks will both, the most likely will both be in the playoffs, and one will be the division winner, and one will be the wild card. So unless one of them, again, wets the bet, it's very unlikely both will, they'll both be in the playoffs most likely. For all the fans, we'll knock on wood for them, because we don't want to jinx them, because I, I hate to do that to you guys. But when it comes to the other wild cards like Cowboys, I don't think are going to fight for a division. I think the Eagles kind of have that on lock, eight and one to six and three. Again, unless the Eagles go on a skid, I don't see that happening. The Lions right now, again, seven and two, a big, big uh, surprise. Not a really big surprise. People expect them to make that jump, and they did. They have exceptionally done well. Dan Campbell deserves a key to the city in Detroit. <laughs> if he, if anyone else 
agrees with that. Yeah, probably everyone in Detroit does. And then when it comes to like the New Orleans Saints are maybe the only ones that might lose a playoff spot. I mean, the Falcons are four and six compared to their five and five. So it would not be surprising to see the Falcons maybe steal the NFC South from the Saints. Again, there's one they're one game back. Falcons are 2-0 in the division, so they do have a division record stance ahead of the New Orleans Saints. We'll definitely see what happens there. But everyone else is done. I mean, I'm just going to, like, I think the Falcons are the only team outside of the playoffs right now that can make the playoffs because they'll just have to win the division. They can't. I don't think they'll make the wild card spots. I think they just need to hope for the Saints to go on a skid and maybe steal the division from them. So right now... Those are the only, that's the only team outside of the playoffs right now that's probably going to make it in. And it's just, it's, it's, it just shows how close the AFC is compared to the NFC. The NFC is so top heavy and the AFC is very, what's the word? It's just very steady. It's very even. The AFC is a much tougher division than the NFC right now. And it used to be the other way around. I mean, everyone knew who's going to make the playoffs in the AFC years and years for the for the last ten years. It was either Patriots and Ravens, and you know what I mean. It just is Steelers are going to always be in there, but now kind of flip flopped. Uh, the NFC used to be a, a, a crapshoot, and now the NFC is kind of easily predictable. So we had a little bit of a, a switch there, which is going to be interesting. So I can't make predictions right now because how even it is in the AFC, and I think the NFC. Wrap up Eagles, Lions, Niners, Seahawks in those playoff spots. You could like wrap you you could wrap up the wild card teams too. So like you had Eagles, Lions, Niners, Seahawks, Cowboys, Vikings. They're probably all going to make the playoffs. The only one that's a big question mark is New Orleans Saints and Atlanta Falcons. Who's going to win the A- NFC South? That's the only question for me. The rest are pretty much locking the NFC. AFC wise, Chiefs are locked. That's it. I mean, maybe, like, I would say AFC South give it to the Jaguars, but the Texans are right behind them. They're only one game back. So I can't give the Jags this, the division already. I can't really give the Ravens the division already, even though it looks like it's a lock. But again, whoever wins between the Steelers and Browns is going to be one game behind them. So it's still a shoot there. And then the Dolphins, who are 6-3, and three, are still only a game and a half ahead against against the Bills. So, and the Jets are two games back, so maybe something happens with them. Unlikely, very, very unlikely. But anything can happen in the NFL. So, AFC, I can only say the Chiefs are going to win their division. The rest, I can't say anything because it's just so close. So, we'll see how that all comes. It's make or break time for all these teams. And I cannot wait for later today, this Sunday afternoon, to watch all these games and see who's in. See who has a shot to make the playoffs and see who is absolutely 100% done and on the playoffs and should already book their tickets to Cancun. That is our show today. Thank you so much for joining us. We're getting to the fun part of the NFL season. Let's enjoy the road together. I'm Jeff Malinoff, and I'll see you next time.